Hi there, and welcome to Living with Victory, brought to you today by Teague's Grocery and Cafe, serving Maggie Valley since 1965, with delivery now available through Grubhub. Teague's is Maggie Valley's only grocery store. They're located at 130 Soco Road near the eastern entrance of the Great Smoky Mountain National Park and the Blue Ridge Parkway. Drop in for breakfast or lunch at the Corner Cafe, featuring a variety of daily specials. Teague's Grocery and Cafe is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. and Friday and Saturday, 7 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. Call 828-926-1147. And by the way, today's program is also available on GodTube, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, iHeart, and at livingwithvictory.podbean.com. It's time for Living with Victory, a program of hope and encouragement brought to you by Living with Victory Ministries and listeners like you. In a moment, we'll join your hosts, Laureen and Tony Giorgio, for today's message of perseverance and hope. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the Hi, this is Tony Giorgio. Welcome to another edition of Living with Victory radio podcast, where life isn't about waiting for the storms to pass. It's about hope and encouragement, learning to dance in the rain with peace, joy, and victory in the midst of life's storms, especially this one that we're going through right now, because Jesus is your umbrella in the storm. Hey, and join us on livingwithvictory.podbean.com. You can get it on your phone, download from Apple Store or Google Play. And today, we are going to talk about something, and you may want to comment on it for us. We'd love to hear from you. We're talking about your thoughts. Are your thoughts killing you right now in this whole thing? What do you think and where is it going? But we're going to talk about that today. And to help me do that, there's my sidekick and soulmate, officially 53 years worth, Laureen. And she has the scripture and the topic for today. Hi, Laureen. Happy anniversary. Oh, thank you. And I'm (laughs) really glad to be here. Hopefully, by the time this program is over, you will have a different way of thinking and start a different process of thinking because life isn't always one smooth road, and I think we all realize that. Yes, are your thoughts killing you? What are you thinking about? If you're feeling fear, anxiety, worry, then you really do need to try to change the way you're thinking. Psalms 94, 18 and 19. When I said, my foot is slipping, your mercy and loving kindness, O Lord, held me up. In the multitude of my anxious thoughts within me, Your comforts cheer and delight my soul. Now, that was David 
when he was fighting and running from Saul and, and the fear of being killed. Much like what's happening today, I mean, this is such an unusual situation for us, and it's changed many lives. Every, everyone has been affected throughout the world by this little microscopic bacteria <laughs> that you cannot see. It's a little devil. <laughs> it's not something that you can see and fight back. So your mind sometimes goes off on ways of thinking that that can really frighten because all you're seeing is what you see in front of you. But there is a God that you cannot see, but you can feel and you can get to know him. And you can know within your spirit that he is walking with you and that he loves you. Because here David is saying, when my foot was slipping, your mercy and loving kindness, O Lord, held me up. And when I stopped thinking of the thoughts that I should not be thinking within me, your comforts cheer and delight my soul. The quickest way to get your mind on God is to pick up his word and start to read who he is, what he has for you, that he is a God that loves you and he's full of mercy and full of grace and he wants the best for us. Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Thoughts and plans for welfare and peace and not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. Then you will call upon me, and you will come and pray to me, and I will hear and heed you. He wants you to come to him. He wants you to tell him all about how you're feeling so that he can comfort you. Then you will seek me, inquire for, and require me as a vital necessity. Those two words just stuck out at me because <laughs> a vital necessity such as eating, sleeping, yes. yeah. filling your car with gas, you know, he's vital to our existence, vital to our thought process. Because if we have our mind on him... You'd be surprised the peace that comes, that anxiety and fear go, because then you realize you're leaning on a sovereign, holy God that has everything in control, and he has you on his mind, and he's going to take care of you. But we have to learn to lean on him and to trust him. That's the good news. We have a choice of what to think. We don't have to think about what we're seeing. We could get our eyes off of what we're seeing and put them on him. That old hymn, turn your eyes upon Jesus, and the things of this world will grow strangely dim. And all of a sudden you feel that peace and the joy flooding your soul, knowing that he is in control and that he cares about you and that he loves you and that he's got you by the hand and he's going to walk you through this. And you will require me as a vital necessity and find me. You will find him. He's not hiding. When you search for me, 
with all of your heart. In these times, especially with businesses failing and and going to the brink of bankruptcy and the thought process, your thoughts could be killing you. But the thing is, when he says seek him, we all have that opportunity, especially in this age of technology. All you have to do is open the book. He wrote the book. Open the book. I mean, we're we're not just being... um, funny about this or or sarcastic, but the Bible, if you read it and and get it to be part of you, especially now on a daily basis, there's really no reason why you can't in, in small blurbs. You don't have to read a lot, but consume a little bit of the soup to make you feel better. You know, they say chicken soup. You know, well, get get a little bit of that chicken soup in you, and you're all right. In another passage here that really qualifies what the Lord is trying to tell us is in Deuteronomy. And, and I, I've read this several times, especially in position we're in as a nonprofit and trying to to get the funds in, and, and nobody's working. Well, how do you do that? You know. <laughs> but but this here is under my little purple book here and uh, that Joyce Meyer had put out with all kinds of verses in it to help different situations. There's one on finances, prosperity, and, and all of that that everybody's worried about right now, and rightly so. I'm not saying not to, but leave it on his shoulders because in Deuteronomy 8.18, he's saying, I remember the Lord my God, for it is he who gives me the ability to produce wealth and so confirms his covenant. He's got a covenant which he swore to my forefathers. Right, right there is where you go to, and not that your thoughts should be killing you, but your thoughts should be bringing you life. His thoughts yes. are for you and for me. He's thinking about us. They offer us for our good, not harm. It's already down. It's in the book. The instructions are here. The confirmations here, and 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 the hope and encouragement is in the Bible, and and that's not just saying it for the sake of saying it or being religious or anything else. But we do, we do this every morning. We read these, and if it wasn't for this, oh brother, would we be a mess? Oh, you can make your in- imagination run wild, but it's also in what you're thinking and who you're believing in. Because Satan is the father of lies, and he will try to fill your mind with everything that is negative, doom, gloom, there's no hope, but it's all lies, and he's all smoke and mirrors. But God is truth, and God cannot lie. And his promises are real. And if, you, if you're looking at the news and you're listening to the commentators and you're listening to the updates, yeah, you're really whirled around like a top, you know. But, but here, again, here's in Deuteronomy, again, 28, 8, and 11. The Lord shall command the blessing upon me in my storehouse and in all that I undertake. The Lord makes me to have a surplus of prosperity through the fruit of my body. He blesses me in the land which he gives me. So 
he's got it. The government doesn't have it, even though everybody's trying to do a great job of getting us out of this mess. But with our minds, we can destroy everything that anybody is trying to do because you're not thinking about the possibilities of having someone on your side who's a living God, Jesus Christ, as your mate and as your business partner and as the go-to, the creator of heaven and earth, I think would have an answer there for us. But we have to be in tune with him. Well, that good news is that we could choose what we decide to think on. We don't have to think on all that gloom. And here's the thing. We can only see as far as our human eyes can see. But God does know the end from the beginning. He knows and he has a purpose for everything. I feel that his love and his mercy are bringing us back to him. And he, because he craves, he wants to have a relationship with us. Jesus died on that cross, a horrible death, because he loved us. He didn't die because he didn't love us. God loves you. He is a God of mercy. He is a God of grace. He's a God of truth. And we have to get that into our beings and to understand that we're not saying, oh, you go to God when you have a problem and that's it. He is a God who wants to walk with you in all times. He wants to be your friend. He wants to be in every area of your life, every circumstance. Yes, right now we need him because he is the one who knows how to get us out of this. He is the one who works through the people that are in charge. He will get us out of this and he will take care of us, each one of us individually, to keep your mind and your hope and your spirits up and not to give in to the anxiety and the fear and the stress. Try to keep your eyes and mind on him, even if it goes to singing a hymn or just learning how to say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. And just learn to trust him. And learn a scripture verse. This is a good time to do it if you're home and, and you don't know what to do with yourself and you've cleaned out every closet you could clean <laughs> out by now. Pick a scripture, even the one that I read here in Psalms, Psalms 91. I mean, Psalms 91 is the cheer up chapter <laughs> of Psalms all the way through. Even back then, 2,000 years ago, David's foot was slipping. But he knew that he could get his mercy and loving kindness from the Lord, that he would hold him up. And he's going to hold you up, too. He is holding us up. So we have to look for the signs that God does send us, but you can't see it if you have your mind just on the problem and not on him. 
David, I mean, he had just a great life. I mean, he was a big king. Yeah, right. His son tried to kill him. He had enemies everywhere he turned. Everybody was trying to take him down because he was so powerful. He was always running. I mean, right? Was it Saul? Oh, exactly. Okay, running in caves. He's running here, there, everywhere. But he wrote a lot of those psalms that, that we read. Just think of it. I mean, they were out to get the man, I mean, without a doubt. You know, you have to understand, I know this is a horrible thing, the pandemic. I mean, the way it just came from out of the blue, and nobody would ever have imagined that so many people around the world would be crippled by this. Look at your own life and realize what God has brought you through. You've been through crisis. You've been through things that you thought you would never, ever get out of. Your back was against the wall, but he walked you through it. We have to look back at our our past victories and, and build ourselves up and thank God for everything that he has blessed us with. Tony and I, I know some of you may not know us, but when we were first married just a few years ago, we bought a restaurant, everything went crazy, we lost it, had to claim bankruptcy, lost our home, lost everything. If you get on the podcast, find the two programs that are your battle is already won. Because even in this pandemic, the battle is already won because Jesus won it on the cross 2,000 years ago. That's why he died. You know, I was no honey bunny as a kid. At 14 years old, I faced death, okay? And it wasn't a pandemic. I had enemies also you know i mean you know you're a kid you're in a gang you're a i mean you're a miserable character and in high school i was coming down the stairs and minding my own business and one of my arch enemies obviously i found out later on decided gonna get me out of the way what he did is he pushed me down the stairs now i didn't roll i flew and it was quite an excitement at 250 pounds, six foot four, to come flying down cement stairs headed for a cement landing. And I hit that landing with my head. I ended up unconscious. In a, I'm 14, 15 years old. I'm in a hospital. I'm unconscious. I've got lockjaw. I have amnesia, okay? And, and I'm just laying there. I haven't a clue. And, you know, being Catholic back then, they called for the priest, and I was getting the last rites. As, as I came out of being unconscious, I, I see the priest putting the oil on my forehead and saying the last prayers, you know, for me. Well, it's like, wow, it's over with. And I'm 14, 15 years old. But I survived this. I came back. I mean, my jaw cleared up. I had fractured my skull. You you name it. I, I was not whole at that point as a very young person. And they gave me up for dead. I couldn't recognize anybody in a room. I knew the faces, but I didn't know who they were. My mother, my father, my aunt, my uncles. I, I was nowhere. But I fully recovered. 
okay? And I had limitations, like I still do today, but I was made whole again out of life and death. I mean, everybody said I should have been gone. There was no reason to survive. I was out quite a while unconscious. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it happens in life. This happens, but this too shall pass because you've got to have the stamina of the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to understand what you have. What did he do? They nailed him to a cross. He died. Did he stay dead? No. <laughs> That's he arose. Beauty. He's alive. Remember and, that. He is alive. And you, 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 your thoughts are killing you? Read his book. He is the author and the finisher of that book. He knows how it ends. And it doesn't end badly for anybody who believes in him. Even if you don't believe in him, he's still your father. It's never too late to come to daddy. You know, that that's putting it simply. Mm -hmm. But just trying to tell you that I'm in my 70s and I'm still standing. The, the, the store episode with the restaurant and, and, and 12, what was Clots. Clot, thank you. I see it as their senior moment. Mm -hmm. Clots in my leg. I mean, they gave me up for dead then too. That's when we lost it all. Lost the store, lost the young know, business, house. People looked at us like we were dirt. All we were trying to do is make a living. And everybody looked at you. Oh, you're on welfare. Oh, gee, well, excuse me. You know, send me a check and I won't be on welfare. You know, that kind of thing. But. Again, a death sentence. It took me a year. Yes, it took me a year to get on my feet. And then took us probably another, what, 10, ten years to get out of that mess. But we got out of it. Here we are, 53 years of marriage in our 70s. We're healthy. We're as healthy as we can be. I mean, I'm at risk. Yeah, I've got the asthma and all of that. But we're here, we survived. That's two death sentences so far mm -hmm. that the devil couldn't take me out. Mm -hmm. People couldn't take me out. Right. Lauren with her breast cancer couldn't take her out. You've got to understand, you've got a living God who loves life, loves you and your life and gave you the life. That's right. No one, no one on this earth or in hell can take your life away from you. Mm -hmm. Stick to that book. You read all kinds of books, read that book. It's a how-to book. I'm not just being cute and I'm not just trying to give you encouragement. I'm trying to give you the truth. Now, this isn't going to be easy to change your thought pattern. No. It's not because everything around you screams, it's Death awful, it's awful, it's awful. right. But when you can get your eyes fixed on Jesus, you see hope and you see life and you see someone who is strong that you can trust in, someone who never changes because he is the same yesterday, today, and will be forever. He truly is your rock. And you're going to have to purposefully change from what you're thinking and start thinking about God and start getting your eyes on him. It's going to take work. It's going to have to be done deliberately at first until you get into the habit that he is the one I go to and no one else. And believe me, he is all that you need. He never, ever lies to you. And if you start reading his, what his commandments are, believe me, his, his promises 
fully outweigh his commandments. Actually, the two commandments that Jesus gave when he arose and he said, you shall love the Lord your God with your whole heart and with all your soul, your life, and with all your mind, with all your faculty of thought and your moral understanding, and out of and with all your strength. This is the first and principal commandment. And when you're loving him like this, you get to know him, you get to know his personality, you get to know his attributes, and you realize that this is a God that will never, ever fail you, no matter what your circumstances may look like. And the other is... You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And if you can master these commandments, you will live a life of peace, joy, and victory because you will know the God you're serving and that no matter what comes against you, whatever crisis comes against you, that he does have you by your hand and he's leading you, and he will take care of you no matter what the circumstances or how horrific it may seem. I know you people are out of work. They don't know where their next dollar is coming from. Tony and I were there when we had to claim that bankruptcy. We had really had to figure out how to stretch pennies from month to month. When you're eating lentil soup for <laughs> breakfast and lunch oh, yes, and the bag of peanuts for dinner, you really wonder how you're getting out of this. But <laughs> here we are, and we're telling you because we know. We've lived it. We live it. We live it every moment of every day because we are so grateful to the God who has brought us out of Every single problem oh, we have yeah. ever, ever had. And I, yep. can, I can truthfully say, in all the years that I have served him, which is about 63 right now because I received him when I was 10, he has never, ever failed me once. And I didn't have to act like a saint because he didn't expect that. He knows I'm human. <laughs> That's right. We're, oh, <laughs> yeah. Know? So... Don't worry about this. It's all going to come together. Just get your thought process on him. We, we joined an online group, okay, of Kingdom Business Connection, right. it's called, okay? Business meant from the first chapel, right? Free chapel. Free chapel, okay. And, and we go online once a week, and we have a Bible study, and we're reading through Proverbs. E each day we read a proverb. And, and you, you're filling yourself with this, and, and it makes you feel so much better. We're all in the same position here. They're all business people just suffering and, and trying to put it all together. They're wondering, too, what's going to happen to them and their businesses. But the thing is, they know who to go to, to trust, to lean on who will guide them through this. There's encouragement there for us. There's a group of us, and we do a Zoom or something. Everybody sees everybody, mm -hmm. and we talk to each other. We have a great time discovering how each of us can help each other through mm -hmm. the Bible, number one, and also the fact that there are a lot more people into it 
than, than we are. It's worldwide. I mean, we're not alone. God didn't single us out. That kind of thing. That's and right. that's encouragement. And it's online. You can find them without a doubt and, and join groups. You can join all over the world with the internet. And, and you can also find little scripture books like, like I do, like the little purple book from, I'm not selling anything and I'm not endorsing anything, but the purple book, Joyce Meyer, she has. And you can look up categories when you're worried and your thoughts are like they are. There's scripture verses already written up specifically for that topic and and it brings you a little more peace and, and you're not reading and reading if you don't want to do that but it's online it's everywhere you know what i'm saying there's no excuse not to get filled and and you know don't forget helping each other takes you off your mind when you're helping somebody else even if you call a neighbor see what's going on how they are and i know a lot of us are doing that but stay away from thinking so much about what you're in and look out to somebody else that also helps a great deal. For us, it did. I just, in closing, want to read Psalm 91, 3 and 4. For then he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. Then he will cover you with his pinions. And under his wings shall you trust and find refuge. His truth and his faithfulness are a shield and a buckler. Amen. What a wonderful promise. That's right. If you want to do something, just go through this Bible and find all the promises he has for you. You would be amazed. And then just take yourself off your mind and try to help somebody else. You can do it by phone. You can do it on the Internet. J just give yourself some relief. That's all we're saying. Okay? And I, I think we, we, we've come to the end of the road, have we not? Yes, uh, we have. But remember why we say Jesus is your umbrella in the storm. Not a catchy phrase. We've been there, done that, had that umbrella over us for a long time. Just remember that we do love you. I know a lot of people have prayer requests right now, but if you do want prayer, we'd be happy to pray for you. We're praying for this whole world right now, but we would be happy to pray specifically for you too. Exactly, and and you pray for us too, because you know we're in a spot right now. Who's donating to who <laughs> right now? Hey, and not the little guy on the block, that's for sure. But you you just keep going, you'll be fine. And you know, write us, okay? Write us. Remember, we're there. Podbean dot com. You can get us on Android. You can get us on iHeart. Wherever you know you want, we're there twenty four seven. We do love you. We care about you. If you want to email us, email us at livingwithvictory at gmail.com. Livingwithvictory at gmail.com. And we'll answer you for sure. And we'd love to have your email and correspond with you. All right? So you have a blessed, blessed day and the rest of your week also. Because this is Tony. And Laureen. Have a great day. Help Lorreen and Tony in their ministry by becoming a Living with Victory partner. You can make a donation of any amount through PayPal at livingwithvictory.org or send your check to Living with Victory, P.O. Box 1982, Maggie Valley, North Carolina, 28751. That's Living with Victory, P.O. Box 1982, 
Maggie Valley, North Carolina, 28751. And remember, you can make a donation or purchase gas cards for Living with Victory's Fuel for Life program at Teague's Superette at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley. You've been listening to Living with Victory with Lorraine and Tony Giorgio, who for over 30 years have advocated for seriously ill children through Compassion Children's Foundation, today known as Living with Victory Ministries. Support for this radio ministry and our outreach programs comes from listeners like you. Many families that have children that need daily treatments for their illnesses are extremely challenged due to the cost of simply getting to the treatment facilities. Our Fuel for Life outreach supplies gas cards to families at four children's hospitals. You can support our outreach programs by sending your tax-deductible donations to Living with Victory, P.O. Box 1982, Maggie Valley, North Carolina, 28751. If you'd like to become a sponsor of this radio ministry, we'd love to hear from you as well. Thanks for listening. So if life has left you kicking up dust, keep listening, keep looking up and grab your umbrella, get ready to sing in the The preceding program was brought to you by Teague's Superette and Cafe at 130 Soco Road in Maggie Valley. Call them at 828-926-1147. You can hear this program and others from Living with Victory Ministries on YouTube, GodTube, iTunes, Spotify, and at livingwithvictory.podbean.com.